Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Love and Murder. I'm your host, Kai, and I'll be joined by host Shar. You think your life is going well. You have the house, the family, the job, the money. But what happens when there's no communication and one person in the party isn't satisfied? When you take a vow to love till death do us part, speak up for your unhappiness. Otherwise, your festering misery could lead to cold-blooded murder. Let's see you on the other side. It's the case of Adele Craven. Right now, on Love and Murder. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Love and Murder, the weekly true crime podcast discussing relationships gone terribly wrong. And when I say terribly wrong, how wrong do I mean? You mean dead wrong. Dead wrong. D-E-D. So dead we take out the A. I am your host, Kai, along with my co-hosts, the gorgeous, the beautiful, the one with a kind of a sort of bay window, kind of, but not really a bay window, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'll explain that later. I'll try to do a live video. I moved and I'm just all excited about my books, my bay window. It's not really a bay. Um, yeah, I asked Shy. her for a video of her. I know. <laughs> I asked her for a video of her new room. And so she's going to do a walkthrough for us and we'll post it on our Patreon. And we'll talk about Patreon later. But we we'll sure post will. it as behind the scenes on our Patreon mm-hmm. for our members to see. You have to I'm be so a excited. Member. So our show discusses true crime cases told in the form of a story with mystery, suspense, and just a little bit of humor sprinkled on top. But what, Shar? But never at the expense of the the victims. So you guys think of America's dumbest criminals. There was a show literally named that. That's who yes. we actually make fun of. America's exactly. dumbest criminals. Don't be download, one. Download Good Pods and subscribe to Love and Murder over there, as well as check out other indie podcasts. Good Pods is good for iOS and Android, so you can listen on the go. Tonight, we're talking about our normal topic. We haven't done one of these in a while, and this is like our normal thing. But it's a love triangle, an isosceles triangle. It's not equilateral, but the triangle <laughs> is just a bit off. Yep. This yeah. case was actually recommended by at Nate L. Watkins and one on Twitter. So 
Thanks, Nate. Yeah. But first, I'm going to give you my weekly reminder to listen to our last episode, The Case of Thomas Oldie. This case is the outcome of a brutally abused boy who grew into a man and went off the hinges. This case was especially hard for Shar and I. So hard, in fact, that we actually recorded a behind the scenes coming off the show session. So we posted that in Patreon so you could listen to just how I went from... Ugh, I can't like take really this somber. Back, yeah, back to my normal. It was just, it was really hard on me. Like, really. We had the to cheer ourselves made me laugh up. a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can basically go to our Patreon and listen to that. But this case is called The Broken Cord, and it's episode 55. So be sure to check that out. And in our exclusive community that I keep dropping hints about, we have a ton of bonus episodes going on. Like, a ton. Like, more than our normal. Because we are actually also covering the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case oh my god this is all Shar's fault this is all Shar's <laughs> fault and I wasn't following it and then I put it out there and then all y'all were like yeah we want to hear what you have to say so actually this is Shar's fault and y'all's fault <laughs> but anyway well, they're gonna take some of the blame that, for me <laughs> <laughs> we have that going on in Patreon and right now we have an exclusive sale going on that if you're in our Facebook fan page it's only for members of our Facebook fan page. So head on over there and request to join so you can get dibs on this sale. Once this crazy, crazy sale, like when I'm telling you the price is crazy, once this sale is done, it's done. It's just done. It's over. That's it. You won't find it. Mm -hmm. And you get so much crap. So much. I don't. Should I call it crap? So much well, stuff. Well, there's good. There's good crap. So crap is there's good crap. And back where you get some good. You crap. get so much stuff for such a little price. I'm telling you. Head on over to our Facebook fan page and you know check out the sale there. Otherwise, you can just check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash love and murder and join us there. Later on, I'll tell you more about what you get from joining this community. Now on to the case. Adele Vicuna was born in Long Beach, California in 1961. She was raised in a working class family and had a pretty normal childhood. So she basically sounds like us so far. Yeah. After high school, she went to mortician school. Now, I just have one question. (laughs) What makes a person want to go into this profession? Like, like for me personally, I would be scared of like the body moving, like sitting up or just I'd be thinking about the zombie apocalypse, like all, everything. Like, I don't know. I couldn't. And, <laughs> I and mean, you, know how, you know how bodies have like the random jerking movement after yeah. they die and everything. It, like after rigor sets in. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that happening you on your control watch? It's like, yeah. But can you imagine like I would either have a heart attack I would poop on myself. I would run. I, I don't even know. I would just, something would happen, but it wouldn't just be me sitting there eating a sandwich like, oh, Rick and Mortis. Oh, yeah, the body just drunk. Yeah, no, that wouldn't happen. delicious sub sandwich. Yeah, but what about when you're surrounded by several bodies that have to be, I don't mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. prepared? Mm-hmm. And you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The caskets and some might be mm-hmm. open, some might be closed. Mm-hmm. And it's late. You're working the late shift. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? I actually have a friend uh anyway he is okay i'll put it like this he's one of those manly men with the big muscles and really really good looking very young and he actually owns a mortuary and when he first when i first met him he was only 26 and when he told me this i said but why and so i'm just trying to picture this right and and he's like oh no because you know my family it's a family business so it was passed down to me 
So he well, knows every every bit of it. You know, he knows everything them, about it. And mm-hmm. they say it's, you know, it's good money because unfortunately, good well, money, I don't want to say unfortunately because it happens, mm-hmm. but people die all the time. So it's good money. And I don't like, again, that sounds kind of cringy because it's like, yeah, we're That's just going to open I, this because it's good money. I've actually heard someone say that before, a, a lawyer that owns... Uh, she actually is, uh, well, she's a mortician, but she owns a funeral home. But she said the reason she got into it is because it's good money. She goes, that's why she got into it. She goes, because unfortunately, we're guaranteed to pay taxes and we're guranteed to die. So someone's yeah, got to help you out. you don't have to bank off a of dying. Good Lord. No, I know. But I mean, <laughs> but the way she said it was so cold. But think about it. A lawyer, of course, she would say that. But if it's just in your family, can you say no? But you yes. walk around the caskets, though. So to you, it's just like. You know what I mean? It's like second nature. Like, ah, uh, just another dead body. Yeah, you could totally say no, but yeah, you're right. They're used to it. I don't know. Mm, well, not me. Anyway. Interesting. Out of high school, that's really interesting to choose to do yeah. that. Profession. She yeah. chose to do it because her family mm-hmm. wasn't in that practice. But okay. maybe she was doing it. You'll find out why I'm saying this later. Maybe she was doing it because of the money, just like we're talking about. So mm-hmm. Stephen Laird Craven was born on October 15, 1961 in Minnesota. He was the youngest brother to William Bill Craven. So basically there were two boys and he was the baby. When Stephen got older, he went into the Coast Guard and moved to Southern California to train to become a pilot, which is awesome. Yeah, I couldn't be a pilot because of my eyes. Huh. I wanted to, I wanted to fight like uh, fight. I wanted to uh, fly like fighter jets and stuff. But my eyes. Did you really? Yeah. Military, maybe? Yeah. Oh, that's Air Force. so cool. That would have okay. been so cool. Very interesting. But I didn't pass because my eyesight, you know, whatever. You have to have perfect Perfect vision. vision. Yeah. 2020. You can't, you can't wear contacts. You can't wear glasses. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, when he moved to Southern California, that's where he met Adele. And they said, you know, as soon as they met, they had an instant connection and... Um, shortly after they met, they secretly got married. Now, my question was, and I did search for this, I wondered why it was a secret. Why did they have to secretly get married? Yeah, why yeah, well, so were they hiding from who? Exactly. What I don't are they know. Hiding from? That was mm-hmm. weird, but that they, they never said it in any of my research, so I have no clue. So, mm-hmm. like I said, they loved each other, instant connection. So that turns into a wonderful marriage. Mm-hmm. And so they actually did have a good marriage. They had two children together, which were two boys, just like Stephen grew up as two boys. He had two boys. And Adele just felt like she married the man of her dreams and basically married the life of her dreams. Cause you know, he's a pilot in the military, which means he makes money. So yeah, that's so just, just so interesting. It's intriguing to me. It really yeah, is. Yeah, which is why mm-hmm. I was saying that's probably why she just randomly went into becoming a mortician because it's right. money. So mm-hmm. maybe that was the life that she dreamed of having a life of luxury, money and everything like that. In 1999 sometime after their second child was born, Stephen actually changed jobs so he could spend more time with his family. Because I guess in the military you know, as a pilot, he wasn't really home that much. When you're in the military period, you're not home that much. Right. And um, it's probably different, like even more time away if you're a pilot. So he decided to change jobs and he went from working from the uh, for the Coast Guard to to fly in for Delta Airlines, which in my opinion, isn't that much of a change because pilots, commercial pilots 
are barely home either either so i don't <laughs> exactly that's, yeah that's mm, hmm. maybe they're home more than the military but that doesn't seem like a lot of change to exactly. me exactly i it's I more like that. like if you wanted to be home it's like you go from the coast guard to being an accountant or something <laughs> <laughs> then or you're like, home all like the time and like i'm definitely gonna be home after five yeah like yeah. something yeah but mm-hmm. a pilot to a pilot is like okay we're still not seeing you Mm-hmm. But anyway, when that happened, they moved from California to Edgewood, Kentucky. We love you, Kentucky. <laughs> we do. We do. We just want to know what's out there. That's all. Like it's just in, I out, mean, out knows woods. <laughs> I have family in Kentucky area. I mean, it's it's the scenery is nice. I guess I'm just not a. You know what? Let me shut up before we lose listeners. I know. I we love can lose you. like thirty subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, in the spring of two thousand, the marriage started actually breaking down, and you know they started arguing, which is what usually happens when a marriage breaks down. Yeah. Stephen said that Adele spent too much money, and Adele complained that Stephen wanted sex too much. A husband that wants sex too much. Hmm. <laughs> Imagine that. Especially I mean, I, as newlyweds. Newlyweds. They're not newlyweds. newlyweds. They're, they're like 11 years in and he's oh, still into her. Oh, 11 years in? Oh. Yeah, and he's into her and she's complaining well, that her husband what? is into her. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so once again, a husband that's into you a decade later. Hmm. Like, is this like, a problem? Really? I'm, right? <laughs> that's a complaint? I mean, okay. we're upset, are we? I don't know. Mm. I would be like <laughs> so surprised, actually. And, and Charlotte would be happy. I yeah, mean, I would. I'd be surprised because you know. you're damn near 90, right? In 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be surprised because I'm damn, damn near 90, she says. And my sex life is always on, on hot. Ew. So. Uh... <laughs> If I had one, it'd be on hot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can't so, yeah. picture a 90 year old. Anyway, okay, neither can I. Let's, let's think of something <laughs> more pleasant right now. <laughs> but yeah, Anyways. that's too bad. She just wasn't, she wasn't feeling that for whatever reason. Or, she, I guess she was just, I guess to like, if you're done with the person in your heart, which who knows why she just suddenly is done with him. But I guess if you're done with the person in your heart, them asking for a sex even once is like, Ew. you know, I don't yeah, know. But if you're still hotly, hotly, if there was that word hot, if you're madly in love with your husband or your wife, I, you would, I think you would welcome it. I think it's just when, like you said, when you're starting to feel resentment of some sort, you know, and yeah. just in discord, Which I would you know, love like, to find out what the breakdown of their yeah. marriage was because they had a great marriage and then suddenly it's just and the only thing I could see is they he changed careers and they changed locations. So 
I don't know. You know what? You know what? Maybe the marriage was working because absence makes the heart grow fonder. fonder. So Mm -hmm. he was gone a lot. So every time he came back, it was like, oh, baby, Stephen, you're back. And then he would leave again. And maybe now that he's home a little bit more. Yeah. Because remember, they got got married really quickly. So they didn't Mm -hmm. really get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And then his job had him away. So again, didn't really get to know each other. So now that he's home a little bit more. Can you go someplace? Yeah, it probably started. (laughs) Maybe she just realized. I just realized how you chew your food and it annoys me. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like something like that. Maybe that's what it is. We are just speculating. Speculation, guys. We're going to get in deeper. We'll find out. What happened? But honestly, we have well, to we speculate sometimes. Well, we won't find out why the marriage went down. Well, we're, that's why we're speculating. I looked everywhere. They didn't say it. So You're kidding. There was no, nothing else out there? There's nothing that said oh, what was the breakdown of their marriage. That is odd. Okay. Got yeah, it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it just they went from good to bad suddenly. So anyway, they started seeing a counselor for this. And actually, throughout their marriage, they had been seeing counselors periodically. But this is the first time the marriage was bad and they needed a counselor. So they started seeing a counselor to try and build up their marriage and fix whatever it was that was broken. Um, And like I think another thing, not only was he not home a lot, I think they had the help. So they were proactive in that. So they had the help of a counselor to help keep their marriage good. And then. Okay. Too I mean, that's stuff. a good idea. I, I guess too much that. stuff changed. I don't mm-hmm. know. As time went on, Adele didn't like Steven so much that he didn't even, she didn't even want him to touch her. So again, wow. her complaint of him wanting sex too much. So he, she didn't even want him to touch her. And she would go around telling her friends that, you know, her hair started standing on end anytime Steven, like even just called her. Like Steven would be like, Hey Adele, and she'd be like, "Ugh, why is it's he him again?" Me? Exactly. I have so much curiosity, Kai. I really wonder what happened. Oh wow. I, I wonder. I don't it's, know. It's Maybe. really sad. It's rather sad when you think about it. Maybe she For just him. grew older and was thinking like, "Man, this I've been with this guy since I was in high school." Like hearing you talk, that's something. Not saying you would do this, but hearing some of the stories you've told. That sounds like something that some women would do. Like, I've been with this same guy for 10 years and I never got to see what was out there. So maybe it could have been that. I have no idea. Or or maybe it could have been that just, you know, he's home too much now. (laughs) So she's (laughs) like, I said, actually getting to know him. Exactly. Really far away. (laughs) So after a while, she decided that she wanted a divorce. But she didn't tell Stephen this. She only spoke with her family, friends, the guy at the grocery store, that one dude down the road, the homeless guy, the ducks, the pigeons, the dogs, her children, everybody Anyone but Stephen. Anyone but her husband, the one that's really <laughs> yeah, involved in all exactly. of this. Exactly. <laughs> so her mother, feeling bad that her daughter is in a situation that she didn't want to be in, gave her $3,000 towards a divorce for Stephen. However, Adele decided not to go through with the divorce and instead kept her mom's kept money, money. Uh-huh, okay. and hid it from Stephen. That's why I ain't giving Yaz no money. I'm playing. <laughs> I was going to say, what? <laughs> I want my money back, lady. You didn't keep up your end of the deal. Yeah, not right. Fair. If I was the I mom, mean, that's I how I would be like, where's my three, my three grand? Like, what did, yeah. what did you do with it? Like, no. 
But anyways, um, instead, what she did, like I said, was she hid the money and she decided to continue going on with the marriage counseling. At one point in time, they actually needed some work done on their house. So they hired a contractor and the contractor came out with, you know, a bunch of people. And that bunch of people included his son, whose name is Russell Rusty McIntyre. And all of these people came to work on the house. As time passed, Adele and Rusty formed a friendship. Of course they did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And their friendship was based on mutual issues in their marriage. But my thing is, how did they even get to the point of finding out finding out that they both had marital issues? You know what I'm saying? They were talking too much. No, but to he's each other. there to fix the house. Yeah. Why are you discussing are your marriage these kind with of him? Exactly. You yeah. should be telling him, "No, I want right. that that window move this over that yeah, exactly. way." Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. why are you talking about your marriage to the point that you both know that you have issues in your marriage? So now it's kind of getting fishy. And why just him? There was other people there. Why just him? You know what I'm saying? mm -hmm. Exactly. In the meantime, while her and Rusty are friends, Adele continued going to marriage counseling with her husband. And surprisingly, it seemed like everything was getting better in their marriage. You know, it looked like it was turning into like the old old days when she actually loved and cared about her husband and sex wasn't too much. So it did look like it was getting better. Now, on July 12, 2000, because Stephen and Adele were planning for an upcoming vacation, Stephen called in sick to work. And the reason he called in sick to work was so that he could stay home to start getting everything ready. You know, the mm-hmm. whole call in sick to work routine, you know. Hey, um, <coughs> I'm not feel <coughs> I'm not feeling that well. Can I? Um, call in sick today. Oh yeah, sure. You don't call in sick a lot. You you can stay home. Hang up the phone and it's like, wow, yeah, football. <laughs> Did you have a flashback? Kai? Why would I have a flashback about football? No, I would just be like, I'm not coming in. I just put in my PTO and not come in. What you gonna say? <laughs> I'm, not, right. I'm not gonna tell you I feel sick. I'm just not coming. <laughs> Anyways, would you do that? Call in sick even if you're not sick. I've done it plenty of times. Why not? Wow. Yeah. What a douchebag. I mean, that's the oldest trick in the book. Come on, I didn't I know. invent it. I know. So I guess also he felt like, hey, I'm off anyway. So he called a friend in New York so that they can go see a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Now, you know he's a pilot. So you can imagine that he flies for free. Can you imagine that, Shar? I would like never be home. Like I never, know. ever I would be love home. every moment. Oh my god. Like so let's he's see. just let's go have lunch just in Paris. He's taking a know. trip from Kentucky <laughs> to New York because yeah. he wanted to see a Broadway, Broadway show. Broadway show that's that's so much fun. Oh, I love it. Man. <laughs> so anyway, he talked to Adele about it and she was completely fine with it and you know, she let him go. The next day, Adele came home from running errands and quote, "The front door is standing open and there's a light in the office and my husband is supposed to be in New York." end quote so you know with this like i mean seriously you think your husband's in new york you come home you you went to the grocery store dropped off the kids whatever whatever you came home and your front door is wide open and then you see a a light on in the office like who's in there nobody's supposed to be home right like so anyway she went to a neighbor's house actually she ran to the neighbor's house (laughs) and she called 911 and she told the 911 operator that she thinks someone was in her house possibly robbing it 
Cliffhanger Kai's back with your reminder to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and we'd be ever so grateful if you could leave us a five-star review on the platform of your choice. Also, come on over and join us at our exclusive LM community on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash love and murder. Once you become a subscriber, you get access to commercial-free episodes so you already know you don't have to listen to stuff like this. Crazy Crime Corner, Love Obsessions, Serial Killer Corner, Relationship Advice, Kai and Char's Life Stories, because you know you're interested in our life behind the scenes and so much more right now we have some amazing content ready for you to listen to we also have a sale going on to become a subscriber but it's only being run in our facebook group so if you want in head on over to love and murder fan page in facebook you can get the link in the show notes below this sale is exclusive and ends soon so request access to the group now if you don't want any parts of this sale which I don't know why you wouldn't, then just become a subscriber to our Patreon directly at www.patreon.com forward slash love and murder. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, we'll give you five seconds to subscribe. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Thanks for being a subscriber and hitting that notification bell. And now back to the show. When police arrived, they searched the house and found some items out of place. So they just looked around and just looked like somebody like moved a towel from here to there and flipped over the table and, you know. Flipped over the table? I'm just saying it just it just looked like, hmm. Was there like, like foul was she, type of look? It, it looked like, like, like she was trying to clean or. Okay. It. So let me put it this way. It was trying to look a certain way, but it didn't look that way. Instead, it just looked like somebody, you know, bumped into a table or flipped the table over, moved the towel from one place to the next, put the the glass on the floor. You know, it just looked like, okay, okay. So kind of staged, maybe. Okay, yeah. As they continued searching, they found Stephen's body in the basement, face down in a pool of blood. They also saw that he'd been beaten badly and shot three times in the head. What? When they went to tell Adele, she started crying. But the tears were about as real as Amber Heard's, allegedly. And this (laughs) turned out to be a red flag to police. So, of course, they started an investigation. It was turned over to Detective Wayne Wallace to, you know, to lead the investigation. During the investigation... Now, check this out, Char. During the investigation, a random patrol guy came up to Detective Wallace and said that not too long ago, he had caught Rusty and Adele having sex in the back of Rusty's truck behind a local church. Oh, that's (laughs) juicy. Now, when police had questioned Adele, she had not told them anything about Rusty. She not said, I I was in a relationship with Rusty. She didn't mention Rusty at all. So this was kind of interesting that this is now coming up. Yeah. So, of course, being a good detective, he went and called up Adele. She, he was like, hey, yeah, you know, we don't have any leads in the case yet. Is there anything that 
maybe you can tell us, maybe you forgot to tell us anything at all that you can remember about that day or leading up to this day? Or is there anybody that just, you know, really has it out for your husband or anything like that? And she was like, no, I can't think of, no, I think I told you, I think I told you everything that happened that day. And I can't think of anybody who would hate my husband. He was such a sweet guy. Everybody loved him. So Detective Wallace was like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay, we'll keep you updated if we find anything else out and hung up. So she just dug her hole a little bit deeper with that phone call. Hmm. So part of the investigation was, you know, they searched Adele's card. They were just telling her, they told her not that, you know, we're actually considering you as a suspect, but they told her that this is just routine. You know, we searched the house, we searched the car, maybe the um, thieves left something in the car fingerprints on the car as they were running away or whatever you know what I'm saying so they searched her car but when they searched her car they discovered that she had her passport in there she had a folder that had birth certificates in there of her and the children she had other paperwork for the children she had a bag with makeup in it she had a bag with clothes in it she had uh, notes from her marriage counseling session she had a phone charger And she had stuff like underwear and stuff like that. So it looks like you're going somewhere, right? So it's like, where are you going? It sounds like an overnight bag, but not just an overnight bag. Like you're overnighting in like Mexico. So why do you have your passports and everything like that? Why do you have Mm -hmm. your birth certificate? You know what I'm saying? So this is what they found in her car. And during the investigation, they started speaking with people around the place, speaking with her friends and everything like that. But the thing is, the more they spoke to people, the more evidence started to come out and it started to look like it started to look really bad for Adele. Apparently, she told at least eight people that she wanted Steven dead. She, (sighs) it was normal for her to like tell her friends that she wished his plane would crash and that he made her feel sick when he was around. Like he just grossed her out when he was around. Like what kind, what you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <sighs> you wish his plane uh, would crash? Are you serious I mean, right now? this is a village idiot moment that she would blab these things, her personal feelings, which were just dreadful, by the way. To her, to so many people. I mean, did you really think that people aren't going to remember these things, especially something like that? Like, why would you wish that in your worst enemy that their plane goes down? And, uh, you know, because I guess you figure, you know, it's a law of averages. If you fly a whole lot, there's a better chance that maybe one day it's not going to, you know. But I mean, why would you wish that on somebody? No, I know. I totally agree. I understand it's a lot of averages and just let it stay there. Like, why would you wish that? Anyway, so 
it was actually even a running joke that she would hire a hitman to kill him. Like that was her joke. Ha ha, I'm going to hire a hitman to kill him. Oh my God, Steven gets on my nerves so hard that I think I'm going to hire a hitman to kill him. If he calls me one more time on my break to ask me if I'm okay, oh, yeah, I I'm gonna think hire I'm going to hire a hitman to kill him. Right. Exactly. It's like really funny, Adele. Yeah, real, real cute, yeah, real funny. Yeah, ha <laughs> okay, Adele. Oh, weirdo. <laughs> then one time she actually asks someone to help her find uh, find and hire a hitman now can you imagine that conversation like lisa i just can't stand steven anymore you know how i'm always joking about like getting a hitman to kill him well i'm just wondering if you'll help me find and hire one like what do you think and then Lisa goes like, wait, uh-huh. what? Uh-huh. You've then, always said no, that, Adele. No, I didn't know What if your serious. friend came and asked you to help get a hitman to kill her husband? What would your answer be? I mean, my name's Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. I'm not in it. Bye. <laughs> So like, yeah, suppose suppose her friend does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No. And then Adele's just like, ah, ha, 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 gotcha. I was uh, just should have seen the look on your face. Ah, yeah. You thought I was, I was serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, about that hitman. You know. <laughs> she wow. even told the babysitter one day that why anyways she even told the babysitter one day that if anything ever happened to steven quote don't ask me about it because i don't want to have to lie to you like first of all that would be my last babysitting job for that family that's just number one that's just number one and then second of all it's like you always say char like with these people, they just talk to everybody, just telling everybody their plan, sending it in a text message, emailing it. Like, what the frickity frick is wrong with people, for real? Well, like you say, sing like a bird. <laughs> they all do. <laughs> I yeah, mean, but okay. they're singing like a bird to the wrong thing. <laughs> to the wrong. Well, of course. But okay, so listeners, must I remind you all, America's dumbest criminals. That's why we're having. Should we just should we just really stop at the country of America? Should we say the world's? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we 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 should we shall yes. From now on, it's going to be the world's dumbest criminal, dumbest criminals. God, yeah. So of course, not just America. Of course, with all of that piling up against her, she is suspect numero uno. And she was arrested. Idiot. And it was only eight days after the murder. It wasn't even like weeks where they investigated. I thought you were going to say eight minutes or something. Because the way she that was talking. That would be talking. some great detective work. Yeah. <laughs> the way she was talking. Open and shut case, Johnson. <laughs> it's almost like I'm just telling on myself. We don't really don't need a trial. Like, yeah, we don't need guilty, a trial. Baby. Just, you're arrested. Get in jail. We already know mm-hmm. you did it. Like, oh, my God. Now, she said she didn't know what they were talking about. She loved her husband. Why are you arresting me? I would never tell anyone I wanted to kill him. I would never even joke about it. Why are you just digging that hole? Why are you always lying? So she said all those other people were lying, like all of them. All of them's just lying uh, on her. All of them by all coincidence. Of them. Yeah, they're all lying on her and she loved her husband and she's so distraught. Hold on, let me uh pull an Amber Heard and hold this tissue to my nose and look at the cameraman so he could just see that I'm just <laughs> I'm so distraught. That right moment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Did you see the twitch in my eye? I mean, it's all so phony. But you know what? If you're a good actress, maybe someone would fall for it, but I'm not. 
<laughs> so not, not only did they pick her up, but now because, you know, it's on record that old Rusty boy was rusting it to her in the car. You get what I'm saying? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Back in the rusty truck. <laughs> so they picked him up, too. And, you know, they're talking to him and everything and he was like uh, you know what I, I kind of left something in my rusty truck back there and he walked out of the police station and freaking fled the country yo he left what really <laughs> he did yeah no really uh, what happened is he just didn't talk to the officers he wouldn't answer them and then he left on a prearranged Disney cruise a grown man on a Disney cruise by himself <laughs> but guess who had bought the, guess who bought the ticket for him well first of all guess who got his passports probably well first guess who bought the tickets for him good old amber i mean did i say amber amber good old, i was way? thinking of amber <laughs> sorry i was thinking of amber heard her face just flashed before me for some reason he's but too broke for her Adele, for, sorry amber this time it wasn't you it wasn't this I time promise. it wasn't you yeah we believe you on this one we really no. do <laughs> but good old adele you are correct guess what she bought the ticket with what did she what money did she use to buy that ticket i was trying to get that Mama's question out three thousand dollars that's right she had hit it for that freaking long mm -hmm. the three thousand dollars that she was supposed to use to divorce her husband she gave that to rusty and he bought the disney cruise we're gonna and go on a left. disney vacation Rusty. exactly so the I, the stupid thing about this is the idiotic thing about this is is he didn't remember that duh you gotta come back home from the cruise what the hell were you thinking like if you took a cruise trying to flee the country maybe stay on the islands of one of the stops but no uh, yeah he, <laughs> no he the, but the island doesn't move you get off the island and you don't come back no, you just dude, it's like it, the ground doesn't move back cruise the ground was moves over, on the boat <laughs> and he came back home and of course oh he gosh. came back home and detective wallace was like hey what's up remember i wanted to talk to you about that thing about mm -hmm. that thing about that thing i was like you freaking idiot what are you doing <laughs> i'm just laughing because i never heard of anyone who didn't think that if you run off say to mexico to get away with you know murder or whatever not recommending it but mexico the, the ground doesn't move it stays still unless if there's an earthquake but you get on a cruise and you might think it's a little city floating floating on water, but guess what? It's going to return to the port that it came from. You know what I was? I'm wondering. I'm wondering if from. he thought, look, out of sight, out of mind. Maybe they'll forget about me. I come back. They don't ask me any questions. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm wondering if that's what um, he was thinking. But are you I don't serious? know. But but obviously it wasn't a land sea because if it was a land sea cruise, he would have got off at the land port or stop, and then you would have never it's seen him again. It's a Disney cruise. Of course it was land sea. He's just well, an idiot. <laughs> look, I'm reaching. Why are you trying okay, to? I don't know I, why I I'm, I'm to say. going to bat for this guy, Rusty. I don't know what it is. But. No, there's no excuse. He's just stupid. Ah, oh, man. Anyways, so Detective Wallace was like, come on in. We want to talk to you. Picked him up, everything like that. And he was like, Rusty, got something to tell me? And what Rusty was like, ah, shit. You know, I just got off a Disney cruise, man. Saw Mickey Mouse, some sun laying on the on the deck and everything like that. I, I can't, I can't lie to you anymore, man. And he sang like a bird. When I oh, say he sang kidding. like a bird, there were like three birds there singing together. He sang, told 
everything. Like, Dude, <laughs> <the choir. laughs> he actually was wearing our shirt, sang like a bird while he was doing it. <laughs> so but that's something they have in common, though. No wonder those two were together, he and Adele. <laughs> you know, they just sang together in the same choir. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Rusty said that he and Adele had been having an affair which Detective Wallace was like, mm, ah, duh. Anyways, he said they had been having the affair this whole time, and it actually start, uh, started, why would I say it started weird? It actually started a short while after he and his father started working on her house. It's just like uh. they just clicked over the fact that both of them had problems in their marriage, which again, I'm asking, how did you get to that freaking conversation? Yeah, but the pool boy uh, does worse. So it's kind of like that. The pool boy, the handyman. The pool boy has been there for about a year. And also he's probably walking around in the banana. What do they call it? A banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whereas this guy, he literally just got to the house following his dad by the way and you know fixing a wall or something and he's fully clothed but you know what some people like that that tool belt look so maybe i don't know but again why just him there's like Mm -hmm. nine other dudes with the same look why did she zero in on him how about nobody you're married i mean i can y'all hear my cats in the background fighting no i can't oh they stop anyways i mean i agree you know, you're married, don't look at anybody. But my thing is, if you are going to look at somebody, why did she zero in on him and just be like, oh, he felt like oh, we had so much in common. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he also said that he loved her so very, very much. And she felt like he was like she was his soulmate in like two days. He felt that <laughs> two now, days as his soulmate shortly after they started the affair, Adele good old Adele, asked him if he could help her kill Stephen. Good Lord. Well, after all, you're my soulmate, so who else would I ask? Uh, obviously. I. Why didn't I think of that? Mm-hmm. It's just the women who ask just random people to help them commit murder, and then the guys who actually say yes. It's yes, they'll do anything for them. <laughs> I'll do amazing. anything for you. It's no to prove way. my love. It's no way anybody asked me. If my daughter asked me to come murder somebody, we're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like I've known you my whole life, and you're absolutely crazy. My daughter, Why? I've known her her whole life, not my no, that, life. Well, right, it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Adele decided to kill Stephen. Now that she's found a Patsy who will do it for her, so she had decided to kill Stephen and would collect his life insurance money, which was about half a million dollars. Yeah, that age-old plan that nobody does. You're the first one to think about this, and clearly you know you're going to get away with it while you're telling everybody what you're about to do. I never saw this coming, Kai. I don't know why I didn't. You didn't see it coming, Shark? No, no. I'm thinking that she literally killed this man or had him killed just a bit because she loved the sex and compassion she was getting from Rusty and she wasn't getting that in her marriage and she didn't know how to tell her husband that she no longer wanted to be his wife you know because you see what I mean no think about it she went all uh, all around the entire world so to speak and uh, to avoid uh, divorcing him even when her mother gave her the money you know I I know but think about it like she had all these opportunities to divorce him she wouldn't do it because and she tell everyone how, how miserable she was but she wouldn't divorce him so I thought maybe to save face, as they say, like, I just don't want to hurt your feelings. So you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I yeah. never 
thought of the angle mm. of the tried and true insurance policy. And I mean, every part of it, it is never a tried and came true. To me. Was, well, we'll yeah. kill him for the insurance money, and then you and I will take the insurance money and start a new life together. Like that has been told, like. On a, a Disney cruise, times. we're going to start a new On life On a together. Disney cruise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so although Rusty said he'll help her, he couldn't face doing the murder himself. You know, I'll help you kill him, but I I can't really kill him. So I'll find somebody to help us. Let's bring one more person into the mix. What's one more person? I mean, you know. So he hired someone he knew, which was a construction worker named Ron Pryor. Adele and Rusty offered him $15,000 to kill Steven. And Ron was like, okay, <laughs> when do I start? <laughs> and so when he said, okay, they all started working on the plan together. Now, the ultimate plan they decided upon was that Adele would let Ron into the house where he would beat Steven to death and then ransack the house to make it look like a robbery. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. So on July 11th, 2000, Rusty bought a crowbar, which was one of the word murder weapons, oh, and called awful. Adele on the cell phone he had given her. The plan was that the next day, July 12th, they would meet in the morning and then go through the home to get a layout of the home and then continue planning that night. So that was the plan. However... This was the day when Stephen decided to go to the theater with his friend in New York. So then Adele started panicking because I, I don't know why. Like, there's no other days in the week or the month. Why, why did it have to be right now? Like, well, no, it's an alibi, though. I thought they've set it up that way and they didn't. No, she started panicking that he was leaving. And so she called Rusty and told him that this needed to be done now, which I don't hmm. understand this because if he's gone to New York, that gives you ample time to let Ron and Rusty in and walk all around the house and do whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you still have time to plan. So that's why I'm like, why did it have to be done now? He's leaving to New York. He's only going for a few short days, maybe a weekend trip and coming right back. So why did you panic? And why did you like, no, scrap everything. This has to be done now. It's go time. <laughs> like, why? You know mm. what I'm saying? You got nothing? Yeah. No, I'm still thinking. I was thinking of an alibi, but that wouldn't connect, I guess, um, on his end. But never mind. I don't There's know. There's nothing. There's no alibi that could have been given. It's just, I don't know. They're just all a bunch of idiots trying to plan a murder. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that angle. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. So she called Rusty and told him this needed to be done now. And then she went about setting everything up. She sent the kids away. She took the oldest son to day camp and then sent the youngest son to the grocery store with the neighbor. So she just wanted them out of the house. And then Rusty came over and he pretended that he came over to work on something in the basement, which actually wasn't out of the norm because him and his father did that a lot. Like if they needed right. to get something done or a part came in or whatever, they just came over out of the blue, like, Hey, we need to get into the basement and fix X, Y, Z. So that was normal. Now, Ron, at one point in time. So Ron at first was hiding in the truck when uh, Rusty had pulled up. He had he was just laying low in the truck or whatever. And so at one point in time when Rusty was going back and forth to the truck, um, Ron came in with him and then hid in the basement. But he hid in a specific area in the basement that Adele had pre-set up for him. 
which it had like this mirror set at an angle so he could see when um, Stephen had come into the basement and he was in the position that he needed to be in. So that's how... Re- that is so creepy. I'm picturing that, this. Oh, isn't wow. that? Isn't it? Yes. I, I see your body Ron go knew. that way. So let's do... Oh, gosh. Exactly. Like premeditation much? <laughs> yeah, like- seriously, it is. So mm-hmm. that's how Ron knew where to go. Okay. So he's now hiding in the basement and everything like that. Um, then Rusty went back out to the truck and because the neighborhood where they lived, they lived in a cul-de-sac and because the neighborhood where they lived was like so quiet, he turned on the radio in his truck and just turned it up so that, you know, distraction. Exactly. Well, more like if Steven had to scream or something, like nobody would hear it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and who's going to really like question that? Cause it's like. A construction worker comes over. He turns up the music because he probably wants to listen to music while he's doing whatever he's doing. So, I mean, that part looks kind of, you know, not suspicious. So when everyone was in place and everything was ready, Adele Adele then called Steven to the basement. And the way she got him to come to the basement was that she told him that their pet ferret had gotten loose. So when Steven got there, Adele shut the door on him. Like she, like he walked in like, oh, it's over there. It's over there. So he walked in before her and then she closed the door behind him. And then right when he noticed the door is closed, that's when Ron attacked him. And Ron hit Steven in the head 12, in the head 12 times with, with the, the crowbar. crowbar. Remember? Yes. Oh. yes. Girl, oh. wait. He hit him so much and so hard that he shattered his skull and his brain was oozing out. Can you imagine that? I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine the type of pain he was in. I know he was confused. Well, my thing is, is this, isn't that called a crime of passion when you're, when it's that intense unnecessarily? Was it like, I'm trying to figure out, was it anger passion though? Like anger Passion I think like, they would go more to um like what what's it called this, again pre when you planned it I can't think of the word no no not premeditated listen premeditated no they always this, say no this no, was premeditated af we already know that so but, it wouldn't be a crime of passion because she's not the one who did it a crime of passion is usually the person like you who's, don't expect it no and then, it's but usually you're so the angry. person who's involved and they're so mm-hmm. angry or so passionate yeah about they, the why they're doing this but she didn't do it even if rusty had done it they could have said it was a crime of passion because they could have said that you know because he was, of their relationship, exactly. relationship with her but it's wrong but, it's not a crime of passion but i'm wondering did they specify okay just make it particularly grueling and and hit him like really like that Remember, many times they had they had planned the plan that they came up with was that he would beat him to death that was the plan Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. I don't know where so, these people come up with this. This is just terrible. I don't know. So I don't know. Ron okay. did that. So uh, Stephen's brain is basically oozing out of his he- head right now. And guess where Adele is at this time? Just guess. I mean, is she in the house? Is she polishing her nails? I don't know. No. So the door, you know, those doors that have like little windows in the top of it. So you can look through that's how their garage door is. So she's standing outside the garage looking in, watching this happening. Yes. What? Yes. Sadistically. She's probably enjoying it. So then after this, you know, 
he's dead or whatever. They got, they went by Rusty's truck and Adele, I guess she went in to look and she saw that Stephen was still breathing and what? his, one what of his the, arms was what the, twitching. That's awful. Exactly. No. So he's like in a pool of oh, blood, which is the blood from his head and he's still mm-hmm. breathing and his arm is twitching. And so she went back in the house and she got the handgun, the family handgun, which was a 33 caliber <laughs> Smith and Wesson. And she came and gave it to Ron and she was like, look, he's still breathing. Like, what are you doing? And she was like, you need to so shoot him. she puts him. her own fingerprints on it. What an idiot. And then she hands I mean, it to but Ron. You could say my fingerprints are on it because this is, this is the family's gun. So that's, oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. But she just handed it to Ron and she said, you know, you need to kill him. He's not dead. So she to, she told him to shoot Stephen. And Ron was like, okay. And he shot Stephen one time in the head. And then Ron started changing out of his clothes. Because, you know, with that beating he just gave Stephen, he has blood. Yeah, there's blood splatter. Blood splatter. Exactly. Yeah. So he's changing out of his clothes. And then Adele looks at Stephen again. Like, how is she looking at this man? His brain is... She has to be a cold-blooded Good Lord. Yeah. So anyways, she saw that Stephen was still breathing even after this. So he's been beaten the head 12 times and shot. And, and he's shot, still and he's breathing. Still bre- he just was going down hard. Wow. He is fighting. He's probably thinking yeah. about his son's fighting, man. But yeah. yeah, he was still breathing. So Adele reloaded. Listen to this cold. Oof. She reloaded the gun, handed it to Ron again. And she was like, look. He's still alive. Shoot him again. And Ron was like, okay. And he shot, <sighs> and he shot Steven twice in the head. <sighs> and now she doesn't see him breathing. She's satisfied that he's dead. And so Ron changed his clothes and they split for the day. The three, they just went different ways. So Adele. And they just left him there. Just. So that's what I was about to say. Adele's plan was because, you know, she's a mortician. She told Rusty that the longer the body stayed there before it was found, the harder it would be to establish a time of death. So that was her plan. So she wanted the body to stay there as long as possible. One thing she didn't know was that one of the neighbors actually saw her leaving that day, which, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not weird. She left, but that's something to log in your head. What she did was she went to the bank and she got a $4,000 cash advance from Steven's credit card. She couldn't get it from her own. She got it from his credit card. And then she went and met Rusty at a store and she paid him $1,300 because... She is paid, that the going she rate gave, for no, boyfriends no, that it kill out. husbands? Check it out why she did this. His cell phone bill was late. So she paid his cell phone bill, which was $1,300 and some change. Good <laughs> Lord. Thanks for murdering my husband. Here's your Here's reward. Your, I'll here, pay here, your cell let's, phone let's bill. Keep your cell phone on. Yeah. And then she gave him an extra $1,000 to pay Ron. And then they sat down and had lunch. After she watched her husband's brains being beaten out, she sat down and had lunch with her lover. My God. And then later mm-hmm. on, Rusty met Ron and gave him the $1,000, which wasn't it supposed to be $15,000? This well, dude just I got thought $1, it was a down payment the way, the way that you're reading. The, I'm Out thinking it's like the down, down payment. payment is 1000 <laughs> I wish somebody would. Well, because it's so different than what the agreement was, it's quite a bit less. So I, I figure if, maybe if I'm getting a down payment, I want half and I want half before the job right. is done. 
You ain't going to give I me mean, $1,000. Are you serious? And lunch. Don't forget lunch was included. No, that wasn't Ron. That was Rusty. So oh, Ron yeah. who actually did the deed. He just got the money. He didn't even get lunch. He was like, hey. Uh, they're just like, bye. They're like, is that a doggy bag you have in your car? They were like, yeah. Right. He was like, you you mind? Can I have some? They said, look, we gave you $1,000. Push and, off. Well, you work up an appetite hitting someone, <laughs> beating someone that they had 12 Good times with crowbar. Can you imagine? I mean, Ugh. Oh, that's awful. Anyway, just, Rusty. This is just heinous. This, that's that's the only course. word I have for these yeah. people. And what happened with this, this whole entire debacle this is just beyond it they they have no they're not human they they just have no heartbeat it's just oh they have a heartbeat they're uh. just crazy but remember this is all rusty telling this crap now He's, this is him just bleh. this is what happened so hmm. he also told investigators that he disposed of the bloody clothes and the murder weapons at a garbage station so just a random trash place um, so by this time, it was like a, I think it was a garbage transfer station. So it's the place where all the garbage trucks meet, blah, blah, blah. Then yeah. they take that trash to the dump. Mm-hmm. So they had to figure out which, which dump it was taken to. So that started a search. In the meantime, they arrested Ron because I mean, after <laughs> Rusty, all. Ron and Adele. Good yeah. Lord. But anyways. Six weeks after the murder, Detective Wallace, you know, they're searching through the landfill and everything. They went through 3,000 tons of trash for 16 days. My God, I can't even imagine the smell. But they did end up finding the bloody boots and the shirt that uh, Ron had on during the murder. So they found that, all of that, and you know that was probably covered in blood. So they took. But don't it- you find that amazing when they go, when the investigators go to a landfill, as much trash is dumped every day. I mean, and but the if big you piles, have, you have a reason find- as to why you want to find this, you're going to find it. Like if you were just thinking that your husband was cheating on you and you were really fixated on, I'm going to find this bitch. And for some reason, he threw away the bed sheets and that's what you wanted to find. You would go through the dump too. Hmm. I don't know why you want to find that, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so they found all that. They took it to the lab for DNA testing and it did confirm that the shirt and boots were covered in Stephen's blood. Rusty also told police where he threw away the bullets and they went and found the bullets and the ballistic tests matched the ones like these bullets were the ones that were found in Steven's body. However, the uh, crowbar and the gun were never found. So mm, I don't know what happened to You have to find the gun. You have to find the murder weapon. Those are the two murder I weapons. I mean, they have so much evidence. I don't really think you need them. No, it would be no, good. It would just be DNA cherry evidence on top. Is, uh, No, the, the, D, the blood evidence, the DNA in the shirt is not enough. They had to find a murder weapon. They have, and both murder weapons were not found. They have so. somebody singing like a bird right now. They mm-hmm. have the exactly where he said it was going to be. They found the bloody mm-hmm. boots. They found the shirt. They found the bullet. I mean, what more do you want? Well, why At was this he point say, in why time? Why was he giving so much information? Do you think that they offered him a, a deal or something? Does it say that? No. They I literally mean, said, Rusty, you got something for us? And Rusty was like, <gasps> I sure do. Exactly. Everything. <laughs> That's, all that That's all that happened. That's all that happened. They didn't offer him a deal or anything. Oh my God. Okay. So I don't want the, I don't want our, our fans and listen, listeners to think that 
where I'm, I'm cheering on the bad guy and, you know, rooting for him to get away. I'm not, I just don't, I'm just trying to understand the human psyche of how people make the decisions that they do. That's like in these murders. I just, that's where I'm, I'm digging into on this end. Please don't think I'm like, yeah, but you could have did this and got away with it. Why did you say, why did you say so much? I just don't get it. You know, why? I, I, you know, don't you think that kind well, of to yourself? That's like, part of, why? that's part of our podcast. We're always trying to find out why these people did something. Yeah. And, I just want to get in your head just a little you bit. Know, our, our listeners understand the way we are. Our, I don't want to sound uncompassionate about what this man went through, Stephen. It's just terrible. Yeah. But I'm just like, you. but you said everything you could say, Rusty. You said everything. And, well, they both did. All of them did. All three of them. Yeah. I, I, so <laughs> Three with, musketeers, with right? With all this I guess evidence, like, they went to trial. And the court was basically demanding the death penalty against mm. all three of them. Mm-hmm. However, a judge, nobody knows why, actually split up Overturned. the cases. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They sp- oh. He split up the cases instead of just doing it one case with all three of them. So they had separate trials. Ron was tried in April 2002 in Kenton County Circuit Court and a jury sentenced him to death. Rusty was also sentenced to death. Adele hired an aggressive attorney. They successfully fought to change the venue to Lexington, Kentucky. And then in her defense, she took to the stand and in her defense, she said, no, no, no. Rusty was lying through his teeth. And the real story is, yes, she was in a fear with Rusty or whatever. But then she decided that, you know, with everything going great in her marriage, suddenly with the counseling and everything, she decided that she was so bad and having an affair. She shouldn't have ever done this to her husband. The guilt was racking her. And so she ended the affair with rusty and she ended the affair before the murder but you know she still wanted to be friends because i i am such a good person like that (laughs) i still wanted to be friends with him because i didn't want him to feel hurt so me and my husband steven we were just trying to get our life back together. together we were trying to get our relationship back on track and just be a family like we used to be and then rusty just he just couldn't take it I'm so gorgeous and I'm so beautiful and I'm so, I'm just so trusting. He just couldn't take it. He's just so in love with me. And he has emotional problems. I don't know if you know this jury, but he has emotional problems and he was actually off of his antidepressants at that time. So he, he is just, he was just so emotional and he just had an emotional, angry outburst. And one time he choked an employee that he worked with. He just, he just, I don't know where. I'm just telling you that I knew he was a dangerous man. (sighs) And so one day, I guess what happened is I was out and my husband was home. My poor, poor husband. He was home. And, you know, because Rusty worked in the basement, he had access to our house so he can get in there. And so he probably came in the house and he went to our gun closets. I don't know how he knew exactly where our gun was. But maybe that's just part of being a carpenter. You case to join and you know where everything is in your client's <laughs> house. So he knew exactly where the gun was. And he went to the gun closet. And even though it was locked, he found a way to pick the lock without breaking it. And he opened the gun closet and got the gun. He got our gun. <laughs> My poor husband. 
And then he um, he went and bought two crowbars. I don't know how I know this, that he actually went the night before and bought two crowbars, but I know this. He bought two crowbars at Home Depot, and then him and Ron decided to gang up on my husband together. And I was out of the house at the time. I wouldn't have sat there watching this. Are you insane? I'm so delicate. I wouldn't have watched it. But I was actually out of the house at the time getting my youngest son from our neighbor. This is her defense. Ah, and she said, <laughs> she said, Bravo, bravo, Kai. <laughs> you do get the Academy Award. That was very intriguing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank Amber Heard. Does she want to make a speech? <laughs> right. We, we, she absolutely wants to. Th- As a matter of fact, she is gifting her award to Amber Heard. Amber, do you have any words? Uh, without Amber <laughs> Heard, mentor? I wouldn't have known how to act during this. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> anyways so she also said that although uh steven was a very quote-unquote structured play uh person and you know he he complained about my weight at time she's only 125 pounds and her husband complained about her weight yeah right and he complained about my spending habits i still loved him so much and i would never have killed him so she also called um well her lawyer let me not say she did it her lawyer called a 14 year old neighbor to the stand and she testified that she saw Steven standing in the doorway of his house at 10:50 a.m. and this was on the day that he was murdered so she's like yeah I saw him standing in the doorway like okay yeah so (laughs) that's what being dead is one second you're alive and the next second you're dead so just because you saw him standing up at his door at 10 50 a.m but anyway that would mean that steven's death was about an hour later than when the prosecution said when they said okay so he probably died at 9.50, for instance. And then the girl is saying he was there. She saw him at the door at 10.50. So that kind yeah, of threw off yeah, the timeline. Later, but yeah. again, mm-hmm. this was Adele's plan. That's why she waited so long. As so a mortician, yeah, she knew tell. about that. So mm-hmm. as her lawyer, I would have said, I mean, as, you know, there, uh, the bleh, as the prosecution's lawyer, I would have said that, that she knows how to do this thing. This is her job. She knows well, how. Well, you would think that would be so awesome obvious if you were really digging a little bit into her life and what she does and you know what i mean it's kind of like yeah she would know this they didn't well i don't know you would I'll, you would think but who knows who yeah. knows if they said mm-hmm. that maybe it would have been something like what would be like hearsay or or speculation really or hearsay, something like that or maybe they would have not. they would have said speculation you know objection well, your honor speculation so it's I don't know, but it basically still put it into question or whatever. So the trial ran for seven weeks and it was a bunch of defense antics that went, no, no, no. Kind of like the trial we're watching now. And Mm -hmm. um, it actually resulted in a hung jury. So the jury couldn't, yeah, they couldn't say whether she did it or whether she didn't. Or not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So a mistrial was declared in December of 2002. Then prosecutors struck a deal with Rusty so that he would get off the death penalty saying that, hey, look, Rusty, we're your friends here. We're here. You you want a soda? You want some chips? No? Okay. We, We have something for you. 
if you testify against Adele, you're going to get off of death and listen to us now, hear us out. We'll give you life with a possibility, possibility of, of parole in 25 years. 30 years. Oh, I was close. <laughs> yeah, you were close. <laughs> <laughs> and Rusty was like, hot dog. Of course, I'll I'm going to do it. it. I sing like a bird. I did it before. Where's my sing like a bird shirt? You know, I do it. <laughs> and, yeah, but exactly. my thing is, I thought that was his soulmate. I guess she's not enough of I a mean, soulmate she to, dr- was, to not die for her, Like Soulmates are a dime a dozen these days, apparently. <laughs> so, he said, shoot, I am Who's in prison. Who's next for the soulmates? I uh, have a different kind of soulmate in here. <laughs> yes, sir, mm-hmm. I do. So I'm not going down for her. So, yeah, he decided that. Adele who? Yeah, right? <laughs> Adele. Yeah. That name sounds kind of like familiar. Adele. Is it that singer chick? The Adele? Is that what I'm is thinking? That who it is? The one that's on the Grammys. <laughs> so he took the deal. So he got off a death penalty and now he's in prison for life. And she got appointed two new attorneys. So now she doesn't have her cutthroat attorneys anymore. So she got appointed oh. two new, new attorneys. And in January of 2004, she was tried mm-hmm. again for murder. And they tried it again in Lexington, it, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Then on February 19th, 2004... This is after six weeks of the trial and everything like that. Adele actually requested to plead guilty to the murder because she wanted to avoid a possible death sentence. So she pled guilty to the murder and agreed to a life sentence instead. And she so also, that was as good as it was going to get. That it's was like, as okay. good. She, she, wow. her lawyers knew she was about to get death. Like this is the yeah, second time kn- yeah. you're about to get death mm-hmm. because the writing's on the wall. So she took yeah. that and um, she also waived any future appeal. And so she was sentenced. So there's no possibility of, of ever getting out then. No, but That's I guess it. to her, that was like, it's better than the death sentence. So, so right oh, now, wow. that was crazy. How that the twist was. Yeah, she almost right? got away though. Practically. If it wasn't for those the meddling trial, kids. I know it's always <laughs> those meddling kids. Always. So right now, Adele yeah. is at the Kentucky Correctional Institution for Women in Pee Wee in Pee Wee Valley. Wow. In Pee Wee Va- Valley, Shelby County. And Rusty is at the Luther Luckett Correctional Compe- Complex in LaGrange, Kentucky. And he'll be available. Oh my God. He'll be available for parole or to apply for parole in 2025. That's in three years at the time well, of this recording. Well, I, I added it up when you first said around 2000. Yeah. Two or four originally. Because that's already been 20, almost 20 years. He can so. apply for, pro- I wonder if they'll let yeah. him out though. They might say denied. I doubt it. And unshockingly. Don't let them dig the case back up. Unshockingly, <laughs> his wife filed for divorce. I mean, if she didn't no. light that road on fire trying to file for divorce, I don't I know. know. Like, <laughs> are you going to stand? Be- I'll stand beside my husband. <laughs> Whatever. And there are no records about what happened to Ron Pryor. To Rob, yeah, Rob, I mean, um, I know he had, he was on death row, but that's it. That's that's where the trail ends for him. And then the Craven sons are their two sons. So don't forget they have two children. They're actually currently being raised by Stephen's brother. So their uncle. So um, Stephen's dead. Adele, Ron, and Rusty are in prison. And that 
is the case of Adele Craven and Stephen Craven. What did you think about that, Char? It always throws me for a loop with these people. I never know what to expect with our, (laughs) our, our 11 murder cases because it just, they're always so out there. Yeah. This was really different. Uh, you know, it was different in the it was, sense it that... It was the same in terms of the love triangle, no, but well, different in terms yeah, of the yeah, twists yeah, yeah. and twists and twists and craziness. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. A lot of times the love triangles kind of like, you know, they kind of pattern one yeah. another. Yeah. But I mean, but and even, even the way that they just tell all the details, we hear that all the time oh in our my cases. Oh, God. They all sing like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> so they all do. Ellen members, all do. let us know what you think let of the know. outcome of this trial in the comments below. And if you like this episode, then head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate us five stars. You can also download Good Pods and rate us on there too. You can say, whatever you want in the description but it helps bring us up in the charts so others can find us just like you did before you go we have to give a couple of shout outs first i want to thank our patrons who signed up stayed with us and has donated to shar and i we are so very thank you very humbled by your support we do not take it for granted and we do not take it lightly thank you so much We also want to give a personal shout out to patrons KS, Melanie Clocher, and Patty. You guys are amazing. And I'm saying amazing in sign language also, but y'all can't see it. You're amazing. I also want to give a personal shout out to Deandra W with Diaper Cakes by Didi. I was planning a baby shower and she got this cake done for me. Do you hear me, people? She got this done it for me. It was so awesome. It was last minute it. and she did it like mm-hmm. that. It was, she got it done on time or before time, actually. She mm-hmm. it was affordable and it looked incredible. How Three do you say tiers. incredible in, just, in French? Incredible. Exactly. Yeah. If you want your diaper cakes or money cakes done in the Atlanta, Georgia area, then look her up. I'll actually post her social media in the show notes below and y'all can reach out to her. I'm telling you when I'm telling you this cake was amazing and it came with, I think it was like 72 diapers in it and it came with wipes and everything. So it's a functional yeah, cake. It was very intricate. It was just really but beautiful. It looks so yeah it looks very impressed oh my Mm -hmm. god so anyways don't forget to visit us on patreon to become an exclusive member of the lnm community you get commercial free episode full-length episodes of love and murder you also get bonus content like cases about love obsessions or cases with the craziest crime or our new serial killer corner so we have one episode of serial killer corner and we're going to have some more coming up very very soon you also get whole stories behind the scenes and so much more right now we actually have an abundance of bonus content in there like over the stuff that we said we're going to have in there we've just been putting bonuses in there like crazy also right now we have an exclusive sale going on it's 
only for our listeners who are in our Facebook group. So if you want to find out more about this amazing sale, when I say amazing, when you get to the Facebook group and you see this sale, you're going to be like, okay, I got to do this right now. So yeah, you're definitely going to want to sign up right away. Exactly. If you want to get into Patreon using this low, low price we have for the people in our Facebook group, you'll get all the bonuses we offer and everything then request to join in the Facebook group. Just search Love and Murder fan page in Google or Facebook or by simply clicking the link in the show notes below. This sale will be over soon and will not come back again at this price. You will not see this sale at this low price. So now is the time to get in in our exclusive community. Follow us on social media at facebook.com forward slash relationship crime, Instagram at love murder podcast, or like I was saying, join our Facebook fan group by searching love and murder fan page in Google or Facebook, or by simply clicking the link in the show notes below. Find our awesome merch by going to our website at www.murderandlove.com and clicking on our shop in the menu above. And an easy and free way to help us out is by simply sharing sharing this episode hit that share button and share 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 with your husband your mom who probably gave you three thousand dollars for a divorce share with your are you having an affair share with your guy you're having a, no i'm not i'm just playing i'm just playing don't do that no we didn't mean <laughs> don't that. have an affair stay lovely in your marriage do not have an affair i'm just playing so anyways on that note <laughs> but, about but definitely get our sing like a bird t-shirts oh, and our merch yeah, definitely that hasn't been put out yet but i'm definitely oh, gonna put it them will. out it will soon <laughs> there's people who've been asking me for this merch and i'm definitely getting it together and i will get it out there and soon as i so get it on out the there guys yes as mm-hmm. soon as i get it out there y'all will be the first to know but i just wanted to end this episode like we always do by reminding you it's all, all love and, and no murder, murder y'all goodbye Good night. be safe